Welcome to Bardstown Church of God audio sermons. We hope that this teaching will bless you. Share with us how God is moving in your life and how this message impacts you by visiting us online at bardstowncog.com. Are you ready? It's time for the word. But I'm going to set this up, this series, going to say some things that's going to lead in to announcing the series and and I hope that if if you can't come every Sunday, you're traveling or you're out of town, go to live stream. Uh, go to our podcast. We have a podcast, which if you you can just listen to it, you don't have to watch it. it, it, it is it on live stream and, and DJ can help you to get on that podcast and you can listen to it. Because I, I really believe that I really believe that God's up to something. I He's never up to nothing. But when I say he's up to something, I want you to expect good. I want you to expect good. Let us pray. Don't forget to share live stream today. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this moment. When I say a moment, God, you know what I mean. It's not just here and it's a flash and it's gone but I'm talking in our time here in the next few minutes Lord beginning right now you would show up and you would speak to the hearts of this people in this room and God people who will watch by the way of live stream who will listen through podcasts whatever it may be God I thank you because you're a good God Lord you're going to reveal yourself in a mighty way here today I believe that You're going to open up the heart, God. There's hearts that are broken. God, there's hearts that God needs a transplant, that needs a healing. And I believe you're going to open up and do a surgical procedure that is not with man's hands or a man instrument given, but God, your mighty hand is going to do a work. And your Holy Spirit is going to lead everything that's done here today. God, thank you for what you're going to do, not just today in the upcoming weeks and months of 2024 in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you will, give the Lord an applause, a praise before you seat it. You can be seated. I do want to tell you that you'll want to watch next week and kind of pay attention to media outlet of our church uh, in any way you can because there's going to be member church membership class there's people wanting to be baptized in water, so there will be a sign-up, and you'll know the exact time of this. Today, we close out 2023. This is December the 31st. For many, 2023, you would say that it's been a difficult year. For some, it's gotten so difficult on you that you've lost hope for 2024. Not expecting much to change. Not expecting any good thing maybe to happen. Just more of the same. May I submit to you that the devil is a dealer of depression. He likes to deal out depression, sickness, and disease, and poverty. He desires you to feel hopeless. He wants you to feel hopeless. He likes to watch you waller in hopelessness. He wants you to say of yourself. He wants you to speak about yourself and say words like this. 
I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be a victim. That's who I am. I, this, this is who I am. This is who I'm supposed to be instead of a victor. He desires you, the devil desires you to believe that God doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about your circumstances, what you're going through, your family, what you're facing, even for us to think that he cared about our nation anymore. But today I'm on assignment to be a dealer of hope. A dealer of hope. I want to give you some hope today. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know, God says this, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. So I've come to deal hope today from the Word of God because God is full of hope for you. Depend upon Him. Today I begin a sermon series, and I'm not ready to post this just yet, but this sermon series is entitled, Living the Dream. Living the Dream. Look at you there and say, live the dream. Have you ever greeted someone saying hello to them? Well, hello, how are you today? And the next thing they say to you is, I'm living the dream. Do you ever just want to smack that person in the face? Get out of my face. Make me sick. They say, I'm living the dream. But they could be saying, I'm li-, what they're saying is, is I'm, when they say, I'm living the dream, you would think that they're saying this, I'm living the life that I always wanted to live. I've got the job I always wanted to have. got the house I wanted to always have. The car, I've got kids. I've got everything I have need of. Then on the other hand, I hear people say, I'm living the dream. And I hear just a little bit of sarcasm in it. Because what they're saying is, is my life is a mess. And I do believe many times people say they're living the dream. They'll say, I'm living the dream. And they make you believe it. Because they don't want to really talk about how things really are. In their lives. So it's easy to say, I'm living the dream. Let us begin this series by defining what I mean and what what I believe God is speaking to you about living the dream. Not from a worldview, but from a biblical view of living the dream. I'm living the dream for a Christian. They believe the Word of God. For a Christian really means they're saying, listen, if you're saying I'm living the dream as a Christian, you know what you're saying? I am blessed. I know the devil wants you to tell you you're not, but you are. Let me tell you how blessed you are. You got up. You walked in this building. Today, you're in your right mind. You ate something this morning. You were able to drink. You're not drinking out of a straw. You are not crippled. You are not broken. You are still here, alive, and well. You know what that tells me? God isn't finished yet. You may feel like you're falling apart, but I want to tell somebody that God says everything is falling into place. You know why? Because all things work together for the good to them that love God and are according to His purpose. 
It may look and look like that your children are not going to make it, that their lives are falling apart, but can I tell you, if you're a mom or a dad, you gave them to the Lord when their children train them up in the ways they should go, and when they're old, they will not depart. Listen, they cannot run out, run away from the goodness and the mercy of God because it's going to run them down, and it's going to run them over, and they're going to say, yes, Lord. So for the Christian to say, I'm living the dream, So when you hear me say I'm living the dream, I'm blessed. When you hear this from now on, and I'll clean it up a little bit sometimes, but I'm living the dream. I'm living it. This is this whole entire series, living the dream. I'm living the dream for the Christian means I'm blessed. Here's the definition from Jewish thinkers. Now, Jewish thinkers are those people that were in covenant relationship that began with Abraham. You remember when God called Abraham, his name was Abram, and then he changed his name to Abraham, but in Genesis chapter 12, he said, Abraham, I want you, Abram, I want you to go out and I want you to look at the stars in the sky. Can you number them? He said, I'm going to bless you. And he said, anybody who blesses you, I'm going to bless them. Anybody curses you, I'm going to curse them. God just pronounced a blessing upon Abraham. I'm going to bless you. Well, let me tell you, it goes back further than that. You know what he did in the beginning of creation? When he created everything, it says that when he would make something create, he said, and he blessed it. And he blessed it. He wants you to live the good life. Are you tired of living the sick, broken life today as a sinner or as a backslider? God wants you to live the good life. God wants you to live the dream. Amen and amen. Go back and retake Jesus, the second man, Adam. Adam failed, but the second man, Jesus Christ. You can recover what you lost. God can bless your life. Jewish thinkers, this, that's the reason that the, the, the Jewish people, the Israelites, the rabbinical thinkers, the teachers would say that to be blessed means this, to increase, everybody say increase. To live the good life means you're getting increased. To be, for God to bless you, you're getting increased. Here's what they say, increase in joy. And increase in peacefulness. Can anybody use a little bit more joy and a little bit more peace? You need to stop that peddler of lies, the devil who's the father of all lies. You need to stop him from peddling that. Stop buying his junk. Stop buying his dope. You're a child of God. You're blessed going in and you're blessed going out. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. Your womb is blessed. If you're a barren lady today, my God can bless you and open your womb up and give you a baby. Come on, somebody. If you're broke today, disgusted, and your life's a mess, God can turn it around. God wants to bless you today with joy and peacefulness. Many people say they're living the dream, but they're living their dream. They're living, they they say they're living a dream, and why would you say they're living their dream? Because they're living their dream without God. So it's their dream. And here's the way this goes. They live their life educating themselves. 
And it's okay to be educated. We need to be educated. But they live their life educating themselves, working very hard, creative thinking all the time so that they can buy cars, toys, just live every way, buy homes, buy boats, have the best vacations, and it goes on and on, believing this will bring the joy and the peacefulness desired, only to realize it leaves them empty. Their living, their dream becomes their nightmare. I thought of this, I thought of this, Brother Beeler, when I was preparing for this message, you know, when you read in Luke chapter 16, Jesus said there was a certain man that fared sumptuously every day. He was a rich man. But it says in one day, he said that he lost it all and he died and went to hell. And he lifted up his eyes being in torment, being in fire. So he, he wants everything to change. He, and he said, it's too late. He's speaking, he said, God, please let things change. Abraham, let things change. It's too late. There's a, there's a gulf. There's a, there's a wide place that no one can cross over back and forth from eternity. Once eternity, you step into eternity, there's no going back. We're where we're at. And can I tell you, this is exactly what I thought. This man was living the dream, but he lived his dream without God. And there's too many people around us. We've got family members living the dream without God. They need to be saved. 2024 needs to be a year of dreams coming true, of us living the dream and our family start living the dream, being blessed by God instead of being blessed by the devil. So to live the dream would mean you understand where your blessings come from. The reason you are blessed. Now I know the devil can bless. He, you know, he showed Jesus everything in a moment of time in Matthew chapter 4 and Luke chapter 4 when they both tell the story of Jesus being tempted of the devil. Showed him the kingdoms of the world and said, if you'll just bow down and worship me, I'll give you all this. Isn't it amazing how many people are selling their souls for fame and fortune. We hear about the Illuminati. Those people, they give those, shoot those signs out to you, the Illuminati sign. Dude, look at what's going on in their life. Some have been raised in church, in Pentecostal churches. Why is there confusion about living the dream? You got these people living the dream, you got God's people living the dream. They're living without God. You're living with God. I've already mentioned that a little bit, but here's something you need to keep in mind. There is an intersection. There's an intersection. It's a place of where things come together, and it looks like it might be the same, but it doesn't end the same. Look at this. Matthew 5 and 45, Jesus said, For God, He maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. And he sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. So basically what happens, that sunshine and today out there, there's a lot of folks that's enjoying that sunshine that they're as lost as a ball in high weeds. They don't know God, they don't want to know God, but God is the one that gave them the sunshine. God has given them another day and it's the goodness of God that worketh repentance. 
And when he talks about that where that, that he sendeth the rain, listen, if there's no rain, there's no increase. If there's no sun, there's no increase. And when you're talking about the days when Jesus was upon the earth, they understood what he was talking about. If there was no rain and there was no sunshine, that means there's no crops. It can tell you, even today, if there's no sunshine and there's no rain, there will be no increase. There will be a famine in the land and there'll be people desiring things to happen. But can I tell you, we're serving a God that loves humanity and he reigns on the just as as well as the unjust. I thank God that he's pouring out blessing upon those that don't deserve it. I didn't deserve it, but thank God I do now. I'll talk about that in a little bit. What this means to me is there are people who do not acknowledge God in their blessings. They don't, they don't, they don't get it. it that, you, the Bible says you can do nothing, God says, without me. I want to present this question. Right now, is it appropriate? This is where this message all began because God's beginning to speak to me. Is it appropriate for me or for anyone to ask God to bless them? Is it appropriate? Living the dream, part one. Living the dream. I say living the dream. Part one, does God want you to live the dream. Does God want you to be blessed? Is it appropriate for me to ask God to bless me? Well, here we go. Is it all right to ask God to bless me? Should I expect God to bless me? Does God want us to live the dream? The real dream I've been talking about. I want to encourage you, number one, if you're taking notes, you need to ask God to bless you. Look at your neighbor and say, you need to ask God to bless you. Somebody needs to look at me that you feel like you don't deserve to be blessed. I'm going to tell you right now, you need to ask God to bless you. Because you know what Jabez did? Jabez, you know what Jabez means? It means pain. That was a name given to a young man when his mom gave birth. Here it is in 1 Chronicles 4, 9 and 10. Jabez, everybody say that's in the Bible. It, Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, but his mother named him Jabez, saying, because I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to God. Come on, somebody. Your name right now might be pain. You might be going through pain. You might be going through struggle. 2023's been hard, and people see you coming and say, well, they're just going to act the way they always act. But God's already set you up to become honorable because you're going to ask God to bless you. And he says this, Jabez cried to God of Israel saying, oh, that you would indeed bless me and enlarge my border, my property, and that your hand would would be upon me and you would keep me from evil so that it does not hurt me and God granted Jabez his request if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever and Malachi 3 God says I change not then what he's done for Jabez he'll do for me he's going to enlarge he's going to enlarge your territory you need to start asking God to enlarge your influence everywhere you go as a child of God you've been grafted in into the vine. You may not be a Jew, but you are by the blood of Jesus. You're the same member of the same faith as Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Woo. I just want to do this right now. You know, I just figure this. If, if, if Brother Carl, I ask God to bless me, 
and to enlarge my territory and my influence. And I'm talking about for His glory because this is written in here about Jabez for God's glory. And when God blesses you, it's for His glory. You know what that means? That when I ask God to bless me and you get it in your mind that God's going to bless you, you know what He's going to do to this church? He's going to turn this church inside out. He's going to enlarge our influence all over the community. It's We've been heads bowed down a long time. We need to lift up our eyes and know our redemption draweth night. He's coming back again. He's coming back after a people that is full of joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. Woo! See, the, the problem is, is too many people buys into the lies of the devil peddling that depression. His lies of hopelessness and disease and poverty. God wants to bless you. I want to encourage you to ask God to bless you. Number two, does God want you to live the dream? Does he want to bless you? To really experience God's blessings upon your life. This this is so important to get this in the beginning of this part one series. To really experience God's blessings upon your life, you must know who he is. And you need to know who you are in relationship to him. That begs the question, are you a child of God? When Jesus was here on earth, he he preached and he would teach. And there was those that thought they were okay with God. Because after all, they were a Jew. And John the Baptist addressed them too. But Jesus said, you are the father, you have your father, the devil. The devil was a liar from the beginning and the truth was not in him. Can I tell you, there's a lot of people, they want to say they're a child of God and there's no, there's, there's bastards and then there's sons. God knows those that are his. And we know whether we have him or not. What has really aided me over the last several years as a pastor, as a minister, as a a Christian, is how many people believes or or they're saying that, you know, I don't, do you know Jesus? Yeah, I know him. I'm not sure what that means. Well, I, 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 I do, I just hate to speak it about some people. Do you know Jesus? They'll say yes but they have no time for him. They have no time to commune with the church, his body. They they have no time to do nothing but fund their own agenda and their own dream, their own nightmare without God. So what does it mean when you say that you have a relationship with God? Who are you? Are you a child of God? What does that mean? Have you been born again? There's no way to experience God without being born again. 1 Peter 1, 23, for you have been born. He's talking to Christians. For you have been born again. That is reborn, reborn. Everybody say reborn. From above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and set apart for His purpose. Listen, when God, when you're born again and you're reborn, that means you have a different purpose in life. 
You don't look like you used to look. You don't go where you used to go. Yeah, they know your name and they know who you are, but you're a total different person. Old things are passed away and everything become new. Do you know Him? When you know Him, you can expect to be different and be blessed by Him. And He says... He says, let me read this together. For you have been born again, that is reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and set apart for His purpose, not of the seed which is perishable, but from that which is imperishable. And in the King James it says, you're begotten by the Word. And he's talking about the seed. The Word of God is seed. Remember the seed sower in Matthew 13? But remember that man that that when man is born like my like my boys they're from my seed. I'm from my dad's seed. My mom gave birth to five children. My wife gave birth to two sons. They're my seed. But you know what? My seed is perishable. I'm dying. But can I tell you that to be born again you are born of the seed which is Perishable, but from that when you're reborn is imperishable and immortal. That is through the living and everlasting Word of God. We're born again by the Word of God. And we know in John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. All things were made by Him and without Him was not anything made that was made. You know what it says? And the Word became flesh. Imperishable. Eternal life. If you know who you are and you've been reborn, you can call God your father. You can call God your father. Romans 8 and 15 says, For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading again to fear of God's judgment. Isn't that powerful? You have to, when you're born again, you're free from Fearing judgment that's coming on the earth. Well, that needs to be preached right there. There's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out all fear. When you know the love of God and you embrace the love of God and the things that He has desired for you, the fear will leave. The older I get and the more I serve God, the more fear has no place. And when the devil starts pumping his lies, if I can just remember, go back to the seed. Go back to the imperishable seed. Go back to what happened in the beginning. He who had begun a good work in me will perform it until the day of my redemption. God is going to finish what he started in you. He's not finished yet. Look at your neighbor and say, God's not finished with you yet. You're going to live the dream. The dream isn't over. And your dream will not become a nightmare. I'm going to read this all together. Verse 15 of Romans 8. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading again to fear of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. That's the Holy Spirit. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit producing sonship by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit that comes into us and gives us a rebirth causes us to be able to cry out, Father God. Now listen at this. Abba is an Aramaic word used by young children when addressing their fathers. I don't know if you, I was listening to babies. I've, I've been listening a lot to babies lately. I love to be sitting, eating in a restaurant or, and all of a sudden I hear this little baby going, Mama, Dada. 
And some of them haven't got that out yet, and they're going, Abba. Abba. You ever heard that? I have a feeling that little baby is the kingdom of heaven and probably just calling out on God. But listen to this. Abba is an Aramaic word used by young children when addressing their fathers, but it was not used by Jews in prayer because it implies a sense of familiarity. But here's Paul speaking to Romans. Jesus used the word, Jesus' use of the word emphasizes his father and son relationship with his father. And because we have received sonship, guess what we get to do? We get to call him father. A lot of the Jews, they've not been born again. They, they're denying him, but one day they're going to call him Lord and they'll call God father, but we already know. And, and thank God the middle wall of petition has come down and we enter into the holies of, of holies and we cry out, Abba, Father! There's times when you're broken and you're hurting and you don't know what to do and you just cry up in the lap of your Father God who will love you and give you all the love you need. I'm telling you, God, you can expect to live the dream when you know who your daddy is. So number three, what to expect. I think this is the last point. What to expect. Living the dream, what to expect. From knowing God as your Father you can expect blessings. From being born again, you can expect blessings. You can expect to live the dream. How many knows living the dream that hard times can come even living in a dream? Living the dream, being blessed. But we know that God's got everything under control. That's the difference. From knowing God you're, as your father, you can expect blessings upon your life. Sometimes we talk about the what ifs way too much. And we say, I know God has blessed me, but... I wonder what would happen if we took God's blessed me and took the but out. You can expect to live the dream when you do this. Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11. Jesus said, ask. And you shall receive. Now, that's the King James Version. But if you go to the original language that this was written in, it says, ask and keep on asking. Some of y'all need to give up asking. He said, ask, keep on asking. What's it? He said, seek, keep on seeking. Knock, keep on knocking. For everybody that keeps on asking, they're going to receive. Everybody that keeps on seeking, they're going to, they're going to receive. Everybody that keeps on knocking, that door will open. I don't know when it will open. I don't know when I'll get my answer. I don't know when I'll find what I'll need to find. But I'm going to keep on because I have a loving God and I need to expect to live the dream. Nudge your neighbor and say, live the dream. Jesus said, if your son, if you being evil, if you being born of a, a woman and you have a sinful nature, speaking to fathers, if your son asks him for bread, your son asks for bread, you, Carl, your boys, if they, when they were small, if they asked for bread, would you give them rocks? No. Stones. Jesus asked that question. David, would you give your children 
If they ask for fish, would you give them a snake? No. You give them what they ask for. Because it's advantageous for them to eat. To care for your children. And then Jesus said, if you being evil know how to, you know, you being having a sinful nature and you're earthy and you want to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly, watch this, Father, 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 give good gifts to them that ask. It's God's good pleasure to give you what you have need of. Let me remind you today that when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn in twain. From the top to the bottom, it meant that we had access to go into the holies of holies and go to God the Father. Well, why? Because Jesus broke down the middle wall of petition and we can enter boldly into the throne of grace and whatsoever you need when you pray, you shall ask and it shall be given to you. I have a Father who loves me. You have a Father who loves you. His name is Jehovah. His name is Elohim. His name is Jehovah Jireh, your provider, Jehovah Nisi. Your banner reigning in victory. And he's present today. DJ, come today. I have one more point. Who can expect to be blessed? Of course, born again. But you know, as children, you know, God has unruly children. I know we're all just got, I see all those angel wings. Sometimes God's children get unruly. It means we miss the mark. I thought being raised in church, being a pastor's kid, I was like, I can never attain that. I'm not that good. I hear people get up and testify. Hear preachers preach. I'm like, I got older and that old youthful lust got a hold of me. No. You need to talk about it. Kids need to know. We're teaching at school. You might as well talk about it in church. It's in the Bible. It says flee from youthful lust. In the book of Timothy, flee from it. And it's like, oh my God, I've as a young man, I, I have failed you, God. I've, I've lied. I, I stole that ink pen. I got the teacher's eraser. Let me I've got it. I need to take it back. I'm going to hell. But I was born again. I was born again. What? First John 2 and 1. I write these things unto you little children. That's God's kids. That you sin not. Don't do it. But if you do, you're still my child. You have an advocate with the Father, which is Jesus Christ the righteous. Guess where he's at right now? He's sitting at the right hand of God the Father, ever living to make intercession for you. So at any moment you fail, you don't waller in it. You don't say, I'm going to hell. No, I'm a child of God. I'm going to get this covered by the blood of Jesus. There's a mercy seat that I can go to. There's the blood of Jesus that can cleanse me as a child. I don't have to be a rebellious child. I don't have to become a prodigal. 
I want to live the dream. You know, that's living the dream. Not living the dream is when you, as an unruly child of God, just choose to just go on in your stiff-necked way. When he's wanting you to turn it. DJ, begin to play. Listen, who, this has led to this right here. It's a very good place to end in Psalms. Who can expect to be blessed to live the dream? Psalms 1, six verses. It sets up the whole 150 songs that are written. It starts out blessed. People who are living the dream, blessed. Fortunate, prosper. Prosperous and favored of God is what blessed me. Is the man or the woman who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked following their advice and example. Nor stand in the paths of sinners, nor sit down and rest in the seat of scoffers and ridiculers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord. And on His law, His precepts and His teaching, he or she habitually meditates day and night. Blessed are those people. I wonder why we buy into the peddling of hopelessness. Why we buy into this is just, I'm a victim and that's who I am. It's because we don't dwell in the Word of God. We fall prey to the peddling of hopelessness. The person who will keep their mind on the Word of God he says, will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by streams of water which yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither. And whatever that man or woman does, it will prosper. It will come to maturity. Have you ever seen a tree by a creek bed or by water and you see when the water goes down you can see how those roots have, are coming out to the side of the banks of the river or the creek and it goes way down to the earth the tornadoes come the storms come but that tree just keeps on standing and it keeps on putting leaf and if it's a fruit tree it just keeps on giving fruit can I tell you when you stay in the word of God as a child of God God wants to bless you and prosper you everything you put your hand to do that day devil is a liar. I proclaim it today. I'm going to live the dream. If you're going to live the dream in 2024, get to your feet and say, I'm going to live the dream. I'm going to live the dream. It's a God dream. I am blessed because God says I'm blessed. But the wicked, those who live in disobedience to God's word, are not so. They are like the chaff, worthless and without substance, which the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand unpunished in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord knows and fully approves of the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish becomes a nightmare for so many people when they lift up their eyes in torment. Every head bowed and eye closed for just a moment. If you want to live the dream, 
based on what living the dream means of being God blessed, I want you to just raise your hand. You want to live the dream. Raise your hand. Being blessed by God. Living the dream. I, uh, I want you to just slip out of the aisle. Slip out of your seat. Come down here. Let's pray. If, if you're lost, if you if you're a prodigal, if you're that backslider living in disobedience, come today. If you're not a born again, you've not had a rebirth, come today. We pray that you were blessed by this message. For more information about Bardstown Church of God, please visit us online at bardstowncog.com. Have a great week.